Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get Financially Intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bedroom Talks, where we get financially intimate. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Marie, and today we're going to dive into understanding your partner's financial history and how that can affect your future. So last week, we talked a bit about how there could be blocks in your physical intimacy because of not being able to go deep enough or challenges with financial intimacy in your relationship. Okay. And we discussed how understanding your partner's money personality or how they view money can really be helpful in taking some of those walls down. So today we're actually going to go a little bit deeper and we're going to talk about how your partner's financial history can also impact not only your uh, physical intimacy, but ultimately your future of your relationship, okay? Your future of your finances, okay? So let's dive into this, all right? So a lot of couples tend to struggle with financial issues and understanding each other's financial past. When you're able to understand the the history of your spouse or your partner when it comes to finances, that can actually help you to have stronger relationships, okay? It has been said for years that they a common challenge in relationships is money issues. It is the source of a lot of conflicts and one of the primary things discussed when couples go to therapy, okay? So one of the reasons why couples argue about finance is that they don't understand each other's financial history, okay? If when you were dating, you didn't talk about things that happened in the past in regard to your finances. How did your parents view money? 
What examples did you have growing up about how to manage finances? How did you manage finances, you know, at, when you were a young adult in the, in the years before getting married? What is that history? If you didn't talk about those things before getting married, it could be a big reason why there's conflicts right now if you're having that, okay? It is so important to understand the differences because how you view money could be very different from your partner. And a lot of times it stems from childhood. It stems from what you saw growing up, okay? When you're understanding your partner's financial past, it can actually help you to avoid potential financial pitfalls and build a stronger financial future together. Okay, together is the key. Some experts actually believe that discussing finances is a like the most important conversation that couple should have even before getting married and especially before moving in together. I am one of those experts that believe that like it is so important to understand where you're at financially where your partner is at financially and you know how you you both view finances and how you've been behaving in regard to your finances as well as what the triggers are that have, that push you in that manner so what is it about your past what is it about your partner's past that has put you in a place to act, think, and behave with your finances the way that you do today. It doesn't necessarily mean that the financial history is a bad thing. It doesn't necessarily mean that what you're doing right now is a bad thing. It just means that it might be different than your partners. And when you're not in alignment, there are challenges. Okay. So, how do we approach the conversation? This conversation can be very difficult sometimes, but it is so essential. And I will even take it a step further and say that it is worth it. It is worth it when you have this conversation and you can come to the same place it is so worth it because you can catapult your financial future if you do this right. If you do it in a way that allows both of you to feel understood, not disrespected, and that you can flourish together. That is the key. Okay. So here are a couple of tips on how to approach this conversation. You definitely want to choose the right time to have the conversation, okay? You want to find a time when both you and your partner are relaxed and have enough time to discuss the topic, okay? If you only have 15 minutes, it's not a good time to bring up a challenge that you're having about finances. 
when they're trying to get ready in the morning to leave for work, knowing that they're about to be in rush hour traffic, that is not the best time to have those conversations. Okay. When they're on their lunch break at work and it's been a busy day and they're getting ready to go into a big meeting with the boss, it is not a good time to have those conversations. Okay. When the kids are around, it is not a good time to have those conversations. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that when you're both in a place where you can have healthy conversations about money, it is not a bad idea to bring the kids into the conversation in some for some topics so that they can see what it's like to talk about finances in a healthy way, okay? But when it's something that you're maybe hesitant to talk about or you think it was it'll it'll cause a bit of an argument or a conflict before getting to a resolution, I would not suggest the kids to be around for that, okay? I would suggest maybe seeing if you can carve out about an hour of time, whether it's after the kids go to bed or see if somebody will be willing to watch the kids for an hour and just go for a walk and just talk about things or sit on the porch or something of that nature, okay? Just a couple of thoughts. You also want to be open and honest, okay? You have to share your own financial history first and create a safe space for your partner to share theirs, okay? Oftentimes when we're wanting somebody to open up about something, it's not always effective for you to ask them to share first. The reason why is because people sometimes... People are like trying to figure out if they can understand exactly what you're looking for them to say. Okay, so not to say that people aren't um, capable of understanding the questions. Okay, it's just sometimes we word things in a certain way and someone else might um you know, have a different thought in their mind on how to respond to that. And they might respond and you might be like, well, that's not exactly what I was going for. But <laughs> so you you want to, um, you know, consider sharing your history first, maybe an example that they can kind of go by. Um, and then all the all other times people are hesitant to share first because sometimes it, it can, I mean, it's vulnerable. Okay. You're, you, you, you're getting vulnerable and yes, you're married. Yes. You're physically intimate. And you would think that people would be willing to be vulnerable, but unfortunately people still hold back on things because we, we have this perception that people are going to judge us if we share. Okay. So when you share first, and you're open and honest about what you're sharing, then it opens that door to help them be vulnerable without feeling like they might be judged, okay? Which takes me into the next tip. You want to listen without judgment, okay? It is so 
essential to really truly listen to what your partner is saying without putting judgment out there. Okay, you don't want to criticize. You just want to listen to understand. We talked about that last week also. Listen to understand, not listen to respond. Okay? You're just seeking to understand. That is it. All right? And then create a plan. Come up with a plan together. Okay? After you kind of talk about each of your history when it comes to finances, create a plan to help you move forward. If there is not alignment, figure out what that alignment could look like for the two of you. Is there a compromise somewhere? Is there something where, you know, okay, well, you want this and I want this. But if we do this, it kind of touches both points. Is that possible? Is it possible that you can do some of that and some of, well, here, I'm going to work on this and you work on that and you both feel like you're getting what you desire without coming off as, well, I don't really care what you want. Is there a way to meet both of your desires separately? Sometimes there is. All you got to do is talk about it. Okay. So let's go just a tiny bit deeper than that to really dig into how to understand your partner's financial history. Be patient. Be patient. This can be a very sensitive topic for people to talk about. Maybe when they were a child, their parents argued all the time. And maybe because they they heard this and they saw this, they're in a place where they are hesitant to even have those conversations because they don't want to trigger anything that they saw growing up. Okay, so it's important to really be patient when it comes to these conversations, because the way that you approach it could potentially trigger something from their past. Okay. Do not make assumptions. All right. Don't assume that your partner's financial history is a reflection of their current financial situation or their character. Okay. I did share earlier that a lot of times the way that we behave with money is a ref- is because of stuff that we saw growing up but here's here's the thing with that somebody could have seen their parents do things with money a certain way and they could have said I don't I'm not going to be like that I don't want to be that way I want to be different. And they could have taken a completely opposite approach. Okay. And it just simply is because they didn't want to repeat what they saw growing up. Okay. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Okay. You can each also learn from your past. You want to use 
yours and your partner's financial history as a learning opportunity to create a better financial future together, not only for yourselves, but also for your children if you have them, okay? And lastly, but I'd say most importantly, if necessary, seek professional assistance, okay? Whether that's with a counselor or a financial coach like myself, sometimes allowing somebody else to come in that is viewing things from an unbiased perspective, it can really help you both see things differently. It can help those blocks, pull those blocks down, and it can just probably give you some tools, resources, and insights that maybe you didn't think about before. Okay, so don't think that going for somebody else, going to somebody else for help is a bad thing. It's not. It's actually one of the most courageous things that you can do is to go to somebody else and say, I need help with this. Okay. So speaking of which, if you would like to um, get a few extra tools and resources, or if you want to sit down and have a conversation about uh, financial management, I'm available. You can go to www.drmichellemarie.com and you can select freebies for some free resources or you can select services and check out what is on there. You can schedule a call with me, uh, complimentary, to kind of get the conversation started and see where you're at. Okay. So as we wrap up this episode, I want to remind you that discussing finances can be challenging but it is so essential for a healthy relationship, okay? Remember that understanding your partner's financial history can help you to build a stronger financial future together. Henry Ford once said that coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. By working together, you and your partner can overcome any financial challenge. And just a little encouragement from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Bedroom Talks podcast. I have had the absolute pleasure of just bringing this different perspective to you today. And if this resonated with you, feel free to comment, like, subscribe, and maybe even share this with somebody that you think might benefit from this information. Until next time. I wish you lots of blessings, prosperity, peace, and stronger financial relationships.